Well, hello everyone. Talk of the Town is up and running in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano, and as always, this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Well, here we go, our Friday edition of Talk of the Town. And if you're looking on Facebook, you get Scott with the headset on again. And, and, and why do I have the headset as opposed to the microphone? Uh, laziness. Laziness is 100% of the reason why uh, the headset was already plugged in. I didn't want to go get another XLR cable, so I've got the headset on uh, today. So uh, look like a great sports broadcaster as I am, and I've got a wonderful mug here, by the way. If you're looking on Facebook, I've got uh, an Eau Claire Hometown Media coffee mug. Yes. Ah, some nice coffee there. Uh, to wet the whistle and get us going for today's episode. Uh, those coffee mugs, by the way, there's going to be an opportunity for you to get a coffee mug in the coming uh, weeks and months. Uh, most notably, be one of our partners. If you're one of our partners, you're going to be getting a mug. Uh, but we'll have other ways for people to get one of our great Eau Claire Hometown Media coffee mugs. Oh, this, this, this mug takes the, the, the worst of swill and turns it into the nectar of the gods. That's how good that, uh, <laughs> that mug is. Uh, we got a lot to get to, as we always do, on Talk of the Town. And again, so excited for you to be with us, drizzling that audible chocolate to you. So many interesting stories and nuggets to get to, and we're going to touch on a few big topics here in a moment. Uh, did see in the leader telegram and recommend you read the article, uh, the story of the student at Eau Claire Memorial who scored a perfect score on the ACTs. And you're at that time of the year. doesn't happen every year because there isn't always somebody that gets a perfect score. But it happens more often than people think in that there's usually one or two in the area uh, scoring a perfect score on the ACT test, and a story came out, Audrey, and i uh, hoping I'm saying the name right, Holser, uh, Audrey Holser, a junior at Memorial with a perfect ACT score. Does that guarantee her any success in life? Does that guarantee she's going to be happy in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? No, it doesn't guarantee anything. That's not what it's about. The story's about somebody that put their mind to something, worked hard, and accomplished it. Does that mean somebody that doesn't score well on the ACTs isn't going to be successful? Absolutely not. Don't, don't read too much into these stories. Look at it for what it is. Hey, student put a lot of work into something, achieved something, let's celebrate it. So congratulations to Audrey and her perfect ACT score. Uh, she has not... Uh, picked a college or a major yet, uh, let me be uh, the first one to tell her we would be more than happy to welcome her at Marist College. I think she would have just enough of the academic accoutrements to get into the famed Marist College that had the, uh, uh, the, the strength to be able to promote uh, Scott Matasato. <laughs> so, uh, uh, congratulations to Audrey. Uh, a couple other fun stories in the paper. Recommend, again, you get the leader telegram. Uh, a couple other stories there. There was the story 
kind of a follow-up to the man who had those uh, threats at Marshfield Clinic's hospital in Eau Claire back in late February. He was threatening harm to staff there because they were not allowing him to see his wife because of COVID-19 protocols, uh, various threats he made and called up and he was angry and he was frustrated, which you can definitely understand. At the same time, though, you cannot be making threats of uh, of driving your vehicle and into a building and trying to hurt people. You just can't be making those types of threats. Usually when people make the threats, they're not going to do anything about it, but you still cannot make those threats. And he's been fine, not given jail time. I like the, uh, but he's been fine. You can't just let him skirt through that. You know, he's through a tough time. His wife is in the hospital. You can't just let him skirt through with that. And uh, there was also a story today in the paper about uh, former downtown eatery whose uh, manager may have been embezzling uh, a lot of money. Uh, I remember working with that guy and that f- uh, former restaurant. Uh, downtown uh, when I was working with the Express and tried to get them on for sponsorship. And he's, I'll tell you right now, he didn't, he, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that these accusations have come forth. And the key thing is they're accusations. I don't know if they're true. I'm just not surprised that there's accusations of, uh, of something there. But uh, l- let's, let's move on to some other topics. And we're going to get to it just a moment here. It's prom season. Lovely prom season, a sign again of us getting to the post-COVID period, various forms of springtime events are being held, and that's what we're going to get to in just a moment. But a story that came out Wednesday night, uh, the Sonnentag Center has cleared a significant hurdle. Now, it was not a hurdle that people thought was going to trip them up, but still a significant hurdle. And that is that uh, the Sonnentag Center got approval from the UW-Eau Claire students to increase their fees, which will help the university pay for using the Sonnentag Center. Uh, They needed a referendum to pass, and it did rather significantly by 2021 standards, uh, 60-40 split, if you will. But it passed. Now, the current students will not pay the increase. The increase will be paid by future students. And some will argue, you know, they're passing the buck, and what's the point of that? And and there are some some moral issues with that. You know, the current students are paying for the, the Davies Center, because previous students voted for them to pay for the Davies Center. But you could also say that current students aren't the ones that are going to be utilizing the Sonnentag Center. We can get caught up in all of that. If you, if you don't want, if you're against the whole college structure, and a lot of people are against the whole college structure now, and I've said this, if you think college is expensive, I, I, before I agree with you, I always say, what are you putting into it and what do you want to get out of it? College does not spoon feed you success. You've got to put a lot into it. There's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of people that complain about college that ultimately aren't doing it right. They didn't pick the school right. They didn't go in with a plan. So 
that's a whole other discussion for another topic. Is college expensive? Yes and no, but it's not just simply it's too expensive. That's something else. And people that want to get mad at the fact that current students have passed the buck on, if you will, it has less to do about this topic than it does. It just adds on to another issue that they have. What we do know is this. The Sonnentag Center passed the referendum. Nobody was surprised that it did. But if it had it, it probably would have delayed things by about a year if it had it. And it would have put the whole thing at a little bit of risk of not happening. Now what we know is this with the Sonnentag Center. The hope is that commencement in 2023 will be held inside the Sonnentag Center. And you're thinking, oh, 2023, wait, that's two years away from now. That's two years. Let that sink in. That's not that far away. Now, it's a ways away, and we know how, how things could change in, in the matter of just days, not just uh, years. But that's just two years. Now, the media will say it's years away, and they're technically right. Multiple years. But that's just two years from now. That's big, and I've... I have told people, nobody from the athletic department has backed me up on this, and, and, and I don't blame them. But I still, to this moment, if they get shovel in the ground this fall and they're able to get work done before the frost, I, I'm, I still think there's a shot that the basketball teams will play some games late in the 2022-2023 season at an opened sod and tag center. There's a shot, but there's also a good shot that the first event would be that commencement. We'll see. But again, you're likely two years away from that event center opening, ending what has been a, a, an event center desert in western Wisconsin since the old city auditorium closed down in the 1930s. 1980s, you were going to have a building. 1990s, you were going to have a building. 1970s, you were going to have a building. If the building opens in 2023, it would have been, what, 10 years since the announcement? Which actually would follow the timeline of a lot of major events centers around the country from conception to when they open. So the Sonnentag Center, very, very close. Can there still be hook, uh, hiccups? Yes. But it's 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 a common. You're gonna get a you're gonna get a groundbreaking sometime this summer. You're gonna get movement there this fall. By the time we're talking to you at this time next year, you're gonna start seeing the structure go up. Good times, good times. Uh, speaking of good times, prom season, and now some people's opinion of prom or the formal. When I when I was in school. We called it the junior prom, and it was the senior formal. It's all just names. It's kind of like an, it, with uh, ice resurfacing machines. They're all called Zambonis, but Zamboni is, is not what it is. That's a brand name. They're ice resurfacers. Xerox with copier, same thing. Any type of formal dance is called the prom, and it's been played up in various movies, and we all know about... Uh, well, yeah, we've all seen the movies and, and you know, 
shenanigans that can occur on prom night and all that. And some people have had great prom experiences. Others, not a good prom experience. Some people are bitter towards the prom because they couldn't get a date. Uh, All of that. But it's prom season. And for those who get a chance to go, it's a wonderful experience. Hopefully you get a chance to go with 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 a sweetheart. Now, I went, my junior prom, went with my high school sweetheart. My senior year, I went with three girls. Because <laughs> Scotty couldn't say no. Went with one who was actually my date. And uh, she's turned out to be a doctor in Massachusetts. So as much as I love my wife, I swung and missed. I, I could have been living high on the hog. Granted, it would have been, it would have been in Boston. Would have been in Boston. I, I'm not sure I could have lived with that. But... Uh, She's like a brain surgeon, uh, and she asked Scotty out, but I was heartbroken over my sweethearts and all that, and then two other girls who were her friends asked if they could tag along, and I said, yeah, <laughs> but I had good experiences. It's prom season in the area. A lot of the area school districts are holding a prom. Lots of masks, various requirements. Some schools are officially holding a prom. Other schools are not officially holding a prom, uh, but they're endorsing it. They're allowing a promotion, you know, they're allowing an outside entity to host the prom, uh, whether it's a parent group or whether it's even a student group. But legalese, they're not hosting it, but by promoting it, they're, they're endorsing it. So you're having proms this year. And again, various, depending on the school district, what they're requiring and all that. What I have is this. In Eau Claire, and I understand every school is going to offer something a little different. That's fine. But this goes back to an issue I've had with other things, too. And you, all of you who followed have known this. I don't, you're just not going to convince me why schools within the Eau Claire area school system do not operate the same. I do not, I, you're never going to convince me that's a good idea. What's offered to one student should be offered to the same student in every building. The same way. The same way. Unless you have some of these special, special opportunities like the, the dual language that can only be offered in a couple until they're able to expand it out to everybody else. But as far as offerings, it should all be the same. And it's not. Things are different across every school building, every grade level. The curriculum is mostly the same, but things are different. And the prom is the latest example of that. In Eau Claire, North's committee is opting for a, they're calling it a prom, but it's a parking lot carnival with with dresses. They're having a parking lot carnival and a formal dinner. That's fine. But at Memorial, they're doing the traditional prom at Florian Gardens. That'll be shorter, broken into cohorts and all of that, but they're having sort of a diet version of the prom. So North is pretty much out of hosting a prom. They can call it a prom, but it's not a prom. And Memorial is doing cohorts. My question is this. Why not the same thing? That is a major problem in this school district. 
They had like old-fashioned Dairy Queens running amok and independent as opposed to a more uniform franchise model. And yeah, I know many of you like the independent Dairy Queens. You like the independent. You like the the free-thinking Dairy Queens. The problem is, while you'd still get some cool things, oh, this Dairy Queen goes off the menu. They're, They're doing something cool here. In many cases, you'd go to that independent Dairy Queen expecting to get something you've seen on television or is offered at most Dairy Queens and is kind of considered a basic, and it would be entirely different. And you'd go like, well, wait a second. It's cool you're offering tacos at this Dairy Queen, but I want a blizzard. And your blizzards taste funny and different. Same thing here. It's it's okay if you want to offer a couple extra things or something di- But offer the basics. Offer the same opportunity. Now, people at North will say, well, their committee decided this. Their their, their students decided this. And I will come back and I'll say a small group and I will point out these are people who volunteered and anyone could have stepped up, but a small group is making a call when in reality the school district should have come in and made sure all are the same. And this is the thing. I'm not saying North's idea is worse than Memorial or which one's better. In fact, quite frankly, I kind of like the North idea. We're not out of COVID quite yet. I like the idea of North a little bit more than Memorial, but I wish they were both the same. It's one thing to have a friendly rivalry. It's a whole other to offer different things and different opportunities. There's kids at Memorial that no doubt would like to do that thing at North. And there's kids at North that wish they were doing a a formal prom, like Memorial. And the only thing that is making the difference is in some cases a few hundred yards of where their house is. Why don't you offer the same thing? And it's not just the prompt. It's a lot of things. It should be the same. You're going to say, Scott, that's a socialistic thought you have there. Not really. I'm not saying every school across the country should offer the exact same thing. Altoona could be different. Chippewa Falls could be different. All of that. I'm saying in Eau Claire, once you're in that school district, it should be the same. Because where you go to school is based only on geography. It's not based on, well, I want to go to this school because they offer this, 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 or this. The only time you make a choice is when you decide, I'm going to go, I'm going to put my kids in the public schools as opposed to going to, say, Regis. Okay? That's the only time you make a choice. And, yeah, you can... You can work it, and you can go. You, you can, there's open enrollment. If you have an issue at one school, you can take your kid to the other. But, but that's not realistic. That's not realistic. And you shouldn't have to. The prime is another example. You're going to say, Scott, what's the big deal? Let me say this. Let's say at, at one school, let's say at one school, uh, they were offering, they were, they, let's say at Memorial they played football, but at North they didn't play football. Whoa, rabble, 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 rabble. You'll say, well, we'll just co-op them. Okay, but I'm, in this case, that's not what the situation is. 
Memorial's offering one thing, North is offering something else. Let's say Memorial offered football, and let's say they played soccer in the in the fall. Memorial, you play football. North, you play soccer. And it's not co-op. So Memorial kids, you either play football, that's it. You play American football. And at North, you play soccer, worldwide football. Offer the same thing at both schools. Offer it. And I know there's some things, and there are some co-op situations academically at the schools, and that's fine because of resources and all of that. But this is not co-opt. I get on this. Hey, people that have followed this program for two years know one of the things that riles me up is the fact you don't have the same systems in place at all of the schools. Discipline's different. Right down to in elementary schools, elementary schools, some of the school buildings have the full teacher's name on the front, Jill Smith. Other schools have Mrs. Smith. It's little things like that. Why can't they all be the same? All have the first name or all be Mr. or Mrs. Just little things. And they'll come back. Well, we leave it up to the principals. The principal, the principal is nothing more. This is gonna upset the principals. Nothing more than the franchise than the manager at the McDonald's. You are there as a middle manager. Scott, that's not the that's not the job description of a of a principal. It should be. You don't go rogue. Don't go rogue. Remember, some of these elementary schools still do a Halloween party. Do how you can dress up for Halloween at some of the Eau Claire area schools. Other schools, you can't. Why can some schools do it? Other schools can't. Some schools offer various holiday themes. Other schools don't. Ah, get me all riled up on this stuff. Uh, we'll come back, wrap up the show. Uh, vaccinations locally may be running into a problem. If you're watching on Facebook, remember the full show is at uh, EC Hometown Radio's Talk of the Town page. We talk vaccinations in just a moment. I'm Jerry Keel. I'm Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing at Northwestern Bank. Northwestern Bank's a great place to do business with because we've been around for 100 years. We've been doing this for a long time. Not just the bank itself, but our staff has been around for many, many years. Our goal is to deliver the greatest banking experience we can in the Chippewa Valley, and I think we deliver it each and every day. And having that experience helps us get you there. Northwestern Bank, building stronger communities where people matter. Member FDIC. The end of a life is a sad occasion, but listen as our friend Randy with Stokes Proc and Munt and the Cremation Society tells us about how the end of life services they facilitate serve a role they do not take lightly. But as we celebrate a person's life and even tell funny stories about it, that's a very healing thing. I mean, if you can take a family that's crying, sobbing, and get them laughing about the person that died. That's very healing. That's a very important thing, you know. I mean, uh, we take our work very, very seriously. 
Randy and the folks at Stokes, Proc, and Munt, along with the Cremation Society, are available to answer any of your questions, including pre-planning your arrangements. Check them out online and on social media. Our friends with Toys and Ford are great supporters of not only Eau Claire Hometown Radio, but a lot of great local things, and we've got Craig here to tell us really what Toys and Motors and Toys and Ford is all about. Toys and Ford is, is much more than a place that sells cars, and obviously that's that's the start of our relationship with a lot of people with selling a car, but uh, when we say our slogan is you'll find a friend, we, we want you to come back, and we want to build a relationship that's going to last for years and years, and hopefully for the rest of your life and our lives. So when you buy your car, we want you to come back for service, and we're going to introduce you to our service department. So when you first come in for your first oil change or service visit, you know the staff already. You feel comfortable, and you know what's going to go on. You, you know what to expect. You'll come uh, into our lounge, and we'll fix your car. You can talk to the salesperson if you have any questions about what is on your car that you, you might have forgotten in the meantime that you purchased it. So you've got lots of opportunities to, to re connect with our staff and our staff to connect with you that we can make it a, a good ownership experience all throughout owning your car. Hey, want to change gears for a moment and talk about our friends at Mom's Kitchen. They're located up there at the Pinehurst Plaza Shopping Center, north side of town, and you know them from being our sponsors of the Gold Star of the Week. Luke and his gang up there, great local restaurant, perfect spot for breakfast, lunch, but don't forget about their dinner as well. They are very, very prideful of the burgers that they put out there. Personally, my favorite is breakfast time there, but do not discount Mom's Kitchen for lunch and dinner. Try their Packer Backer special, by the way. Oh, they love making it, and they love to see their customers enjoy that. Mom's Kitchen up at the Pinehurst Plaza Shopping Center. All right, continue on with Talk of the Town. Scott Montesano with you. Uh, we all know about vaccines, vaccinations, and, and all of that. Uh, first off, get your damn shot. No excuses. Get your damn shot. I got the J&J &J vaccine. I did fine. Uh, any vaccine, any vaccine, any medication you take has threats, has chances of something happening, and most times, nothing happens. How many times have you gone through the, the list of side effects of any medication you've taken? And it doesn't end up happening. So get your damn shot. But vaccinations locally, uh, we're beginning to see the supply and, de and the demand even out. Appointments and walk-ins are available locally. Appointments and walk-ins available locally. And as I've said, you're going to... There's going to be people that just aren't, uh, uh, there's going to be people that want it, but they're probably not going to get it until the ease of getting it is at the point where they go to, the, to their own doctor and their doctor says, hey, do you want the shot? Kind of like the flu shot. So they might not even get it this year, but they'll get it in subsequent years. They're not necessarily anti-vaxxers. They're just lazy. And they don't, they don't want to be bothered with having to go to a clinic or, or, or anything like that. They, they, they just don't. It, that kind, almost that part makes them uneasy. It's like in flying. Oddly enough, the part that I'm the most uneasy with is going through security. I have nothing to worry about going through security, but I, it, it, I'm just, I don't know. It just makes me awkward. I, I don't know why. 
So you have a number of those people. There are still some people that I think want the vaccine, but they're uneasy. You might be able to convince those people to go. The, the fact now that, hey, you, you, you can go online, schedule an appointment and go, and it's not waiting weeks or anything like that. You, you're going to get some of those people to get it. But more and more, the percentage of those unvaccinated will be those whom you couldn't give $1 million to to get a vaccine. It's good that they want 100% of eligible people to be vaccinated. We won't get there, but shoot, no pun intended, for it. But you have people that had the disease back a year ago. They're saying, I'm still, you know what, I think I'm, I don't need it still. Everyone's got a bunch of excuses as to why they're not going to get the vaccine. Fine. Don't get caught up in an argument because every time you poke a hole in their argument, they've got another one. It's not about them latching on to a reason why they're not going to get the vaccine. They're just not going to get the vaccine, and they're trying to validate it in their own head why they're not going to get it. What I do find interesting, what I do find oddly funny, is a paradox has developed that would explode a robot's head for many conservatives and libertarians, and you're seeing it locally. These people always hide behind the idea of choice and freedom. Nothing wrong with that. We should have choice and freedom in our life. But they hide behind it at times because they don't want your choice to interfere with them. For instance, you're going to have a lot more discussions of what businesses and events are going to require. These conservatives and libertarians, they want business freedom. They want business freedom. Yet they are the ones balking at businesses perhaps requiring vaccinations. The government isn't going to. But these individual businesses may. And not just for workers, but more so for you to come into their event. Let's say, we haven't heard from the Pablo Center. Let's say the Pablo Center asks you to show either a vaccine or proof that you've tested negative. Independent business. Private business. Or let's, let's say it's a, or any sort of, or let's say, a, I don't know, any, let's say that I'm trying to think of somebody out there. You, you get the idea. These conservatives and libertarians that are pushing against businesses being able to choose, typically they, they want, you know, you want freedom, but it's not about freedom and choice. They don't want choice. They want validation of their own beliefs. They're not going to get vaccinated. And they don't want... The, and if things get closed off to them, if they're not going to get vaccinated, it's not about them feeling conviction in, in their belief of not being vaccinated. They want validation for it. Now, liberals, you don't get off easy from Scott. You don't get off easy. How many of you will try to hold events or freedoms hostage? Which is, I think, something that conservatives and libertarians are worried about. How many of you are going to hold events hostage? You know, hey, hey, we're going to keep requiring these things until more people get vaccinated. Yep, yep, yep. How many of you are going to hold things hostage? 
I, I, I understand the goal is 100% of vaccinations, but you know you're not going to get there. So what's a more realistic number? Because you're not going to be able to hold things hostage. That's a national debate, but it's going to be local. It's going to be local. We are very much heading into, I think, the next really divisive topic that's been there. We've heard it, but it's really going to come to a head coming up. And sadly, we kind of avoided it with the mask issue because you had uniform standards with the mask for the longest time. But you may have some major events in this town, in this area. Some may require vaccines or proofs of vaccines or negative tests. Others just a few miles away may not. Get ready for that. And my big thing is what I want to leave you with is this. I don't think we should, I, I, I think it should be up to the individual businesses to decide. And then you can decide whether you want to support somebody or not because of it. I think that's going to become the, the, the standard going forward. We shall see. Lots of great stuff on Oak Ware Hometown Radio. Make sure you check it all out. Until next time, so long, everybody.